Welcome to Keeping It Real podcast with Kim Har and Kim Spence Mullen. We're real life friends who discuss real life problems in a real life way. As you listen to this podcast, we celebrate the good, support you through the bad, and point you to a real life God who has the answers. We invite you to join us at the table where together we'll laugh, sometimes we'll cry, but most importantly, our promise is to show up and, and do real life together. We are eight podcasts in to our season of podcasts for this year, and boy, we're so glad that you've joined us. I Welcome to the table. I am thrilled because, you know, when Kim and I began talking about doing a podcast, you know, the whole idea was we would get so excited talking about it even because we would say, oh, we could talk about this and talk about yeah. that. And, you know, we knew that things that had helped us in our life and experiences, and we knew we weren't alone in those. And so, Kim, our whole purpose in this has been to invite our friends to sit at the table with us mm-hmm. and um, let's let's do life together. That's right. When we were doing the podcast, talking about it, we would come away so energized. Yeah. It was so exciting, just kind of the thinking of how can we bring everybody else to the table with us? Yeah. We didn't want to keep the friendship just for us. We right. wanted to say, come on. Yeah. <laughs> come sit at the table. Yeah. Pull up a chair. Yeah. Yeah. You aren't alone. That's right. We are here for you and with you. We'll squish in. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and today our podcast is, um, it's really going to be great because, you know, we talk about a lot about relationships Mm -hmm. and we talk a lot about, you know, kind of finding yourself and through your mental health and your emotional health and spiritual health. And today is sometimes people just say, I don't know who I am anymore. Mm -hmm. You know, I've gone through all these different changes or I'm experiencing this season of life. And we're going to talk about rediscovering yourself. And the question becomes for today. The question is, who am I? So Kim Har, how do you answer who am I? You know, when people first say, say something about yourself, introduce yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, If, well, and I am, I'm being really honest. The first things I say is, you know what, I'm, I'm a wife and I've got four kids and I've got three in-law kids and I've got stepkids and I'm a grandma and I'm a therapist and um, I'm a daughter, my parents are older, and, and I'm kind of beginning to help care give sometimes. And um, so I'm talking about lots of things I do. Mm. What about you? Yeah, that, that would probably be just about exactly. <laughs> I oh, would and, say. And, and add, and I'm a, a podcast co-host. Yes, uh, <laughs> that's right. Yes, I'm a podcaster. That's right. Um, you know, I'm a ghostwriter. Yeah. I'm a mom. I'm a daughter. I, yeah, I have, you know. Um, we've both been on radio, um, you know, we've, I mean, things that, that I've said most of the time when I'm asked that question is what I do. Right. And a a role in life that I play. But man, when I think about who am I, that needs to go deeper. Yeah. I think we yeah. lose ourselves in our roles. Mm-hmm. We find our identity in what we do. And so we get so lost and buried in that. Mm-hmm. We forget who we are apart from those things. Yeah. How do we do that? How do we dig and say, who am I? Hmm. That's a tough question. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes, um, I know for me, 
I think I look at what are the things that are important to me as far as values. What are the things? Um, what are the things about me that I like the most? Mm, you know, what good. are the? And this is something that I actually struggled with a little bit because growing up. Um, one of the things that I was always told, you know, parents will always tell their kids to mm-hmm. act proper. And well, I was always told, Kim, don't be goofy. Mm. Kim, don't be goofy. Don't say this. Don't do that. And honestly, one of the things, if you ask me who I am, mm-hmm. um, I embrace. That's a part of bringing laughter and bringing joy. And I love, I wear my goofiness. <laughs> um, and that's one of the things I think I love most about me. Mm-hmm. So I think it's looking into what are those things about you. It's not my roles. Mm-hmm. Um, it's what is it that actually just makes me smile when I think of myself? Yeah, I love that. You know, I shared with you as we were getting ready to start this, that I was reading a book where the author was talking about write down three or four people that you really admire Mm -hmm. and write their traits, their qualities. What is it that makes you drawn to that person? And then compare those lists from those people that you've written down and then circle the commonality. So if you, you know, if you put a funny or Mm -hmm. silly or, um, generous or whatever it is, whatever quality that you see in them, um, circle those common things. And then the idea is saying that's more than likely what you embody. Those are things, because if you get lost in the thought of, I don't know who I am that, you know, sometimes you need a little bit of a guide to Mm -hmm. help you. And, and so then she says, write down, I am, and then put those words after it. Mm -hmm. And I took it further because I loved the exercise so much. I began to write down just as things would pop into my head and realize this is what I'm saying about myself. Yeah. I am this person. I, you know, I am wholehearted. I am generous. I am spiritual. I, you know, Mm -hmm. all of these things. And, and I really, um, I encourage our friends today, ladies today, that they're, that you are more than your roles. You are more than your obligations. And, um, we want you to be able to see yourself really Mm -hmm. who you are. You know, when you're talking about saying those, um, say, Hey, I am wholehearted and Mm -hmm. I'm generous and I'm kind and I'm funny and and um, I you as you're giving those affirmations. I was reading some research not that long ago, and they said that when you when you're actually you're declaring those things over yourself. Yes, yes. and there's so much power in the spoken word. Mm. I mean, first of all, God said, "Let there be light," and what happened? Yeah, there was, was light. Yes, you know, Scripture says that the life and death are in the power of the tongue, mm. and what I speak. It, it goes forth. Yeah. And so this research article I was reading said that when you are giving yourself an affirmation or you're telling yourself something that um, you're, you're trying to connect with, they said, look at yourself in the mirror mm. and use your name. So if you would say, Kim, you yeah. are wholehearted or oh, I am wow. wholehearted, I am, and use your name. They said that the brain hears your voice and your name is an authority. And so when you are using your name, it said that it's kind of like if you go to a gym and you're lifting weights up and and you're struggling. And if a trainer says, Mm -hmm. you can do it, come on, you got this. Um, All of a sudden, you've got this extra ability to lift heavier weights because you've got somebody cheering you on. 
And but yet, if you're the one that's cheering you on, saying, "Oh, come on, I got this," it doesn't have as much power. Yeah. But they yeah. said, if you use your name, mm. speak your name, mm. look yourself in the eyes, and declare that over yourself, mm. your brain begins to believe that. And then, as you're walking life out, mm-hmm. it's like you believe mm-hmm. it, and you're walking into that purpose. Yeah, I love that. And how many times have we done that the opposite way, and said, "Oh, Kim." can't believe you did that that's you right know? i mean that's I've, right. I've actually said that out loud yeah. at times like oh my gosh kim come on you know and i and that knowing that now i will never that's my intention right now yeah. that i will never do that speak to myself that yeah. way again out loud because i do i don't want to yeah be declaring something yeah. bad about myself. I like to tease my kids. They will say something and they will say something negative mm-hmm. and, oh, you know, uh, this this thing's going to happen. And mm-hmm. I, I kind of jokingly will say, yes, Lord, I come into agreement with that. And they're always like, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it was a good yeah. reminder. Yeah. Hey, watch what you're putting out there. Yeah. Watch what you're yeah. speaking. And, mm-hmm. and it may be you know, it may be like, for instance, it's not just who I am, mm-hmm. but it may be, you know what, if I want to be more confident, yeah. you know what, I can put that and say, you know what, I'm walking into confidence. I'm getting more and more confident. Yeah. So you can yeah. still be speaking those things over yourself and, mm-hmm. and that become a part of your identity. Yeah. Well, how about you in, in getting the words about yourself out? I mean, you know, I know that we've talked about how we would generally do it, Mm -hmm. but how has that changed for you? How you would describe yourself? It has absolutely changed. And this is something that I kind of debated whether I should share this or not with our, our, you know, our listeners, Mm -hmm. but I thought, no, this is important. And I always, we both always promise to keep it real and bring ourselves. And so I am a journaler. I love to journal because sometimes that's how I know what's really on the inside of my heart and what I'm thinking. And, Mm -hmm. And I, I wrote down something, and I put, I'm Kim. I'm not Kim Enns, which that was my birth name. I'm not Kim Thomas. That was my first husband's last name. And I'm not Kim Har. That's my name now with my husband's name. I said, I'm simply Kim. My identity is not tied to any one person or any of the roles I've worn. My value is not tied to what I do or who I become My value comes from the one who created me and said, this is very good. Mm. I'm free to be and discover all I was fashioned and created to be. Mm. I am Kim. And it's one of those that no matter who's listening, being able to say, I am, and then fill in your name. Mm. Who are you? Mm. You know, when our identity lines up, our identities, we're children of God. We're daughters of God. Yes. It's not what, man, if I have to hold up, I'm a therapist or I'm a daughter of God. I'd rather be a daughter (laughs) of God any day. Yes. Yes. Um, (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. uh, So I think think just really connecting with that part Mm -hmm. is this is who I am and I don't have to be anything. Yeah. I can just, I can just sit in that identity. Yeah. Ooh, I love that. I love that. You know, I, I can remember avoiding um, groups or certain places where I knew, you know, all of these women were going to be um, career women yeah. because at the time I was a stay-at-home mom, you know, and felt like, oh, I, I don't fit in that group or I felt... Then, then it turned, and I got to be where, when I was working, that I felt guilty that I wasn't at home. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. for, for 
our friends who have that struggle of balancing where your identity is. Mm -hmm. Like you said, we are daughters of the king. But where your identity is, um, is can be such a battle in how you show up then, you know, because if you show up to a place and you don't feel like you fit in, you're going to mm -hmm. show that you don't fit in. That's right. You know, and so I, I think this whole idea of what we're talking about today, when we're confident in who we are mm -hmm. and who I am, it doesn't matter where you are then. Yeah. In well, because our, our roles are going to change yeah. throughout life. They're yeah. like seasons. And if we tie ourselves to just one role, yeah. we're going to be lost and feel empty and lonely and struggle when those roles change. Right. You know, for me, when I think the biggest struggle I had when roles changed was when I went through a divorce mm -hmm. and I was no longer a wife. Mm -hmm. um, I would look around and all I would do is see other couples. And it was like, well, who am I if I'm not yeah. part of this, this union? Yeah. Um, you know, and when my kids left for college is like okay my kids are gone who am I now yeah and it's not just around marriage and kids it can be at times when our jobs have changed yeah you know sometimes our jobs change and we're not asking for it mm -hmm. or for whatever reason we we even if we choose to step away our roles change mm -hmm. and with every one of those roles changing I think that there's a period of of loss and that's okay mm -hmm. it's a changing you know when the seasons change there is a, you know, with fall, the leaves fall. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it has to fall so we can prepare for the next season of winter. Yeah. And so walking through those seasons, knowing I'm not stuck in any one season. Mm -hmm. And when your roles change, I like to just encourage women to ask God for a new purpose. Yeah. What's my new season? Love that. There's always another season coming. Yeah. Well, let's talk about the steps, like the practical steps of how we rediscover ourselves i think one of the practical steps is exactly like what you said mm -hmm. when you were reading that book and you were making a list of you know what are those characteristics and what are those values i see in other people mm -hmm. and ask you know make a list of those mm -hmm. there are some great there are some great resources out there i think they're called like core value cards where you can order things and it's got all these different words on them and you lay them out and whichever words stick out to you, you know, oh, you make cool. a list of those. And mm -hmm. so first of all, ask yourself, what's important to me and what do I stand for? What mm -hmm. motivates me? Mm -hmm. What excites me? Mm -hmm. uh, and I, so I think that that's a part of it. It's getting rid of the things that maybe no longer fill you up and realizing if a grace is lifted, maybe it's time for me to change seasons. Mm -hmm. It's not always that seasons happen without permission. Sometimes we're the ones that we want the season to change. Right. Um, we can ask God for a new purpose. And I'd like to say, focus on what I have to offer, mm. not on what I've lost. Very good. I still ha There's yes. still a future. There's still something going forward. So just because my role change changes, yeah, my identity doesn't have to change. And I think that a practical step is taking your identity with you into every role you have. Ooh, that's good. Take your identity with you into every role that you have. So creating, and this may be brand new. I mean, for some that are listening today, it's that probably maybe it's a brand new concept to really define who you are. And so 
kind of take time, you know, you need to take time for yourself. Mm -hmm. This is an exercise to do that when you are um, able to sit and really kind of think about it, pray and ask God to show you some things and, and begin to journal. Yeah. Kim and I both love <laughs> journaling, paper, pens, you know, that was Colored always, pens. Yes, yeah. yes. And journals, we love them. You know, it might be fun to even ask your close friends, what do you see in me? Yeah. What are those qualities? Yeah. Um, not what do you think my role is, but what yeah. do you see in me? Yeah. And then when you get that defined, and, and it's going to change periodically, mm-hmm. you'll add things to it. You might think, well, this doesn't really fit me, but you'll you'll have a list to work off of. Mm-hmm. I love that idea. And then saying, I'm going to carry this. I'm carrying me into every place I am. So right. there I am, and this is the real me. And what a confidence boost. Freedom. Yeah, the freedom to go in and know who you are. I mean, that's powerful. I can, you know, I've I've said over the last year or two, I feel more me than I've ever felt before. You know, um, when you have that in, when you have that ingrained in you and you really understand, it unlocks something inside Mm -hmm. of you. And um, so, you know, we love the idea of saying, the real women, you know, that's yeah. because we want to show up real at the table. We want to be real with you, but that's what we want for you too. Yeah. We want you to be able to be yeah. real and who you are. Yeah. The comfort and freedom that comes from that. You yeah. don't have to be anybody, but who you are. Yeah. Love so. it. Well, as we close today's episode, we want to say how excited we are to have you as our friends. Welcome. We want to invite you to join us every two weeks as we dive into what it means to be real raw and restored we promise to keep it real and come as we are so that you too can come as you are to make sure you don't miss an episode subscribe wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts you can also follow us on our facebook page keeping it real podcast remember there's room for everyone at our table so don't forget to tell your friends